What's up, world? Welcome to Positive Truth. <laughs> Uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well, Tim. I'm feeling <laughs> a little uh, under a rock. How are you feeling? <laughs> Man, I- I'm I'm right there with you. I'm definitely feeling under a rock, but it's okay. We're grown. We got this. <laughs> what is that uh, bird animal that, like... Bird animal. In the, cart- <laughs> <laughs> in the cartoons, they would be like their heads were underneath in the uh, gravel, like in their sand. Is that was that a thing? One I of have our no listeners, idea. please tell us about the birds whose like heads were in the stand, and then they would come up to look around. That's how me and Tim feel right now. Ah, the ones like well, actually, no, no, never mind. Definitely feel never like mind. that. <laughs> Like we have been so tunnel vision, we have not stopped to look around us. That's something we are grateful for. We're also grateful for all of our listeners. We hope everyone's doing wonderful. We have six positive news stories for this positive Wednesday. Tim, what do you got? Man, one that was sent into us by the parrot lady. We definitely have to talk about it here. Um, so her husband Scott and his friend Doug, they were driving basically uh, to and from Mexico. And uh, they basically were on their way back home whenever they saw a semi truck that like fell sideways. Right. Um, So immediately they stop. um, They get out. And when they get out, they see this woman like in the truck who was hurt, covered in sand, obviously injured. Um, They were trying to pour water on her basically to get the dirt off of her wounds. But meanwhile, while this was going on, the engine caught fire on the semi truck. So immediately they were just like, oh, man, we're going to have to do what we can. Let's keep pouring this dirt or this water on her wounds so she can heal up and not get too infected or anything or get worse while we're trying to free her. While they were trying to do that, another stranger that saw everything go down basically jumps on the hood with a fire extinguisher to put the fire out right on the engine. Um, They ended up helping the woman get out of the truck. um, And by that time, the paramedics came. Basically, Scott and Doug, they were like, didn't want to talk about it from what the parrot lady let us know. Um, They didn't really think much of it, but they definitely are some heroes in our eyes. The only time we hear or see anything like that is whenever we talk about people like them on this podcast or we're watching an action movie with like Denzel Washington or something. So for me, true heroes, shout out to Scott and Doug for saving the day. I think that's amazing. The fact that people actually stopped and did something about it. That's something I'll always talk about here on the podcast. So we keep referring her to referring to her as the parrot lady. Who is the parrot lady, Tim? Um, it is a social media influencer, apparently, that we did not know anything about until today. Because <laughs> we're never on social media, and we need to be on that. But yeah, Sabe. she's a. She has. Yeah, we were just like, we're just going to tell the full story. Tim asked a wonderful question before we record. Has she sent us something before? Because she said she's the parrot lady. And I told Tim, I barely remember my own name. True story. And then I was like, well, Google her. Tim Googles her and we're like, oh, wow. We should really start posting more on social media. But the parrot lady is an awesome young woman. We were just looking at her videos on Instagram and the TikToks. She does families of rescue parrots adopt don't shop and spreads a lot of positivity through that and someone we definitely should have been following back and we appreciate her reaching out to us 
telling us about her awesome husband that didn't want to get shouted out in any sort of way, but then was a hero and saved the day. Just driving. Hey. And that's everything this podcast is about. Normal people doing the right thing that you would never hear about, but that's what we're here for. Absolutely. So for my first positive news story of the day, I have a judge. His name is John Phillips, and he remembers the year 2000 like it was yesterday. He was sitting in his courtroom and a kid came in and the kid was like young, young. He said he didn't know if the kid was like eight, 13. He was just like, it was just super young. And he had just committed a murder. And he was sentencing, the judge, Mr. Phillips, was sentencing him to life in prison. And the young man seemed angry, unrepentant. And then his mother entered and he broke down and started crying. And he was like, oh, he's just a kid. My job is to send kids to prison for life. And he didn't like that. So what he did is he teamed up with people. And he's in California, in Salinas, California farm town. And he remembers the Navada Boys Ranch. It was closed in 1982. And he's like, we should reopen it. Get some support and help these kids they're going towards a path of just life in prison. And that's exactly what they did. It's called Rancho Chilo. And it's more like a high-end private school than a place for last resort kids. They accept kids that are 16 to 24 who have had the worst of the worst in life. And while 40% of youth that goes through the county's justice system, they get another encounter with the law, 85% of people that graduate from Rancho Chilo, they don't reoffend. And it has helped, it helps annually 220 students a year. And how they work is they don't work like public schools. They say we're a public school plus, plus more. We do whatever we can to give them exactly what they need. One of the teachers said something that I just felt was amazing. He basically said, no kid is ever a bad person. They're basically just had trauma poverty, so many bad things happening in their lives, and they're doing all these awful things or joining these gangs, because it's all they know. And he's just like, that's just not who these kids are. We take the worst of the worst, and when they leave, we show that even the kids that have done horrible things, they can come out of our program being the best of the best. And I just love that. So what they do is they bring in all these businesses, nonprofits, and they all donate. And so they call them enrichment programs. So if a student is struggling in math, they get them a personal tutor. Struggling in science, they get them a personal tutor. Oh, you want to learn how to build a motorcycle, horseback riding, anything like that. They make it happen. And they have these special enrichment programs and just succeed in all sorts of wonderful ways. My favorite example of this is they were a part of an Orange County sustainability decathlon where the students entered this contest. They were competing against universities, Brenham Young, Virginia Tech, the University of California. And this high school full of these kids that were the, like seen as the worst of the worst beat all of them by building a house that was completely sustainable. That was the contest. Who can build the most 
best sustainable house. And these kids did it. It just goes to show you. With a little bit of support, anyone can do anything. If you have the opportunity to support someone in any sort of way, do what you can. And I just think it's a wonderful, positive news story that I had to talk about on here. Absolutely. That's definitely a community story that I'm loving, man. Whenever we can see a a group of people come together to help the people that are in need in that community, we definitely have to talk about it. But that was so much deeper than that, man. That was a great story. What do you got, Tim? Man, my next one. um, Oh, I have this crane operator from England. His name is Glenn Edwards. This man was just working. It was a normal day, but the winds picked up something crucial. So basically what ended up happening was all this smoke and debris started getting blown. And there's these toxins that just started getting blown everywhere. Definitely was not safe for anybody that was around. Um, So he basically was instructed to go ahead and lower the crane and get out. But as he was doing so, he ended up seeing a man that was like stuck in the building that he was working on, waving his jacket around his coat because he needed some help getting down. Um, He ended up, Glenn, and ended up getting the crane close enough to the building and he lowered it where the man can get inside of this metal um, little room he was in enough for a person to operate the crane, basically. Um, And whenever he did so, he all of a sudden heard a huge crowd like applauding him, basically, because they were all watching him as that man was stuck there, which he had no idea. So he's definitely being held as a hero. And I also have a video I'll share to our Facebook page at the Positive Truth Podcast so everybody can check it out. I thought this was awesome. I know a lot of people expect to just go to work and do their thing. But whenever you come out and you're a hero, you know you're winning. We love the heroes here on The Positive Truth. Before we get to our last few positive news stories, we want to pause and do audio meditation. For me and Tim, talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. I encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I am grateful for um, good food. I honestly had a lot of good food over this past week, and I really can't complain. Um... Man, I definitely gained some weight. So yeah, good food. Um, I'm grateful for everyone that's trying to break bad habits. So my goal, I've been a little busy this week, super busy, one should say. But my goal is to start putting out videos with this podcast. And we're recording these, and I'm trying to remember to look at the camera, but I'm doing this like... Thing where I'm looking everywhere but the camera and Tim's over here just perfectly still and if you know Tim Tim is never still ever and in life Thanks. I'm always still and it's funny how Tim is like completely still positive smiling at the camera and I'm just looking around everywhere and I'm trying to break a bad habit so everyone else is trying to break a bad habit I'm with you we're gonna break them together man I talk to myself talk to myself right before we record Tim don't move stay in the box <laughs> You, you should... know, in real life, I'm walking all over the place. It was funny is in real life, I don't move if I don't need to. It's facts, facts. Have you ever seen those um like memes where whenever you were talking on the phone when you're in middle school, you'd put your feet on the wall when you're laying on your bed and all kind of stuff? That's 100% me all the time in real life. So yeah, I feel you, man. This is definitely backwards. It's okay. You need to give me those pep, tops, pep talks before we start recording next time i got you so my next positive news story i went from this awesome story about a high school helping so many kids to a small positive news story that i think is just as positive 
because sometimes you don't need to affect 220 people annually. Sometimes just helping a stray dog can do wonders. So my positive news story is about Jughead. Jughead is a dog that was a stray. And you know when you're a stray, you're not getting consistent meals. And everyone thought he had a jar stuck, a jug stuck on his head. But really, it was a cat feeder. He stuck his head in there to eat the cat food and got his head stuck. <laughs> and there was a little breathing hole so, you know, he could still eat and drink. But he was just walking around with a jug on his head. And they couldn't ever find him. So they nicknamed him Jughead. Montgomery County, Alabama. Worker Terry Goodnight. It's her last name. Awesome name. She was like, we got to save Jughead. And for 30 days, they tried to track him down. Track him down. Jughead would just run away. Scared. Scared. She thought that he couldn't breathe. She was trying to do whatever she could to help him. They finally get him caught. Use some wire cutters. Get Jughead free. Now he's not Jughead anymore. Now he's up to get adopted. It took him 30 days to track down this dog, but then it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be better for everyone. The cat that he stole the food from, not going to get to lose any food anymore. He's going to get adopted. He's not going to have a jug on his head. All because of Terry chasing him down, finding him, and trying to get him the help he needs. 10 out of 10, man. I know too many people that would have been searching for Jughead for 30 days as well, too. So... I definitely uh, feel like a lot of communities have enough people that are caring about animals these days that there's not going to be too many animals called Jughead <laughs> for sure running around here. <laughs> also, just great name. Great name, Jughead. 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Man, my last story of the day is actually another hero story. So there's this young man. His name is Elijah. Um, he was walking from his house basically to pick up a job application, man. I remember being 15 years old, looking for a job. Nobody wanted to hire me, but he was walking everywhere he could. So he walked down a street he normally doesn't walk down, applied at the family dollar, and he was like, all right, I'm going to head back home. On his way back home, he didn't go his normal way. He basically decided to go um, across the street where he was at so he could cross early. And when he crossed the street, he ended up uh, running into a man who was halfway in the street and halfway in the grass. So you could barely see like half of his body cars that were driving by were going around him so they saw him but nobody stopped to help um basically once he stopped he realized that he was an older man and he couldn't pick him up by himself so elijah decided to knock on all the neighbors doors that was nearby nobody was answering or people would just tell him to get away like what are you talking about get out of here kid so he just kept going he ended up running two or three blocks before he actually found somebody that was willing to help and when they or they found him they went back they helped the man the man wanted to be remained anonymous but the community found out what ended up happening and it took off on social media. Um, his name is Elijah Champion and everybody in this community is basically hailing this man as a hero as they should. But for him, he doesn't really see it that way. He's glad he could help. Um, but he said he was just looking for a job application and he did what he thought anybody should have done, even though he also realized then and there not everybody will. And that's why it's special whenever we have the youth leading the way, because he's a kid looking for a job, not worried about everything else that's going on in life. Whenever he sees a problem, he's going to do what he can to fix it. And to me, that's a true hero. So shout out to Elijah, one of the dopest people on the positive truth right now. Dusa. Elijah Champion. What Ten, a last name. name. Shout yeah. out and do rags off to you, sir. Dusavis. So, since we're talking about the youth, I'm going to end my last positive news story 
with a young lady in Lexington, Kentucky, working at Wendy's. Tim's first job was uh, McDonald's. My first job was KFC. We were the same age as Alexandria Cowherd. And she was working, saw a man in in the Wendy's parking lot. And then she was like, oh, he's really purple blue in the face. That doesn't look good. She runs outside. She didn't panic visibly, but in the back of the mind, she was like, oh, I know exactly what to do. I know how to do CPR. I'm going to go over to him. I'm going to do my chest compressions. That's exactly what she did. She got on top of him, told her coworker, call 911, calmly started doing CPR. He did the snoring thing again, took a gasp for air. She kept doing it. Whole ordeal took 15 minutes. Ended up saving his life. CPR trained. She's like, yeah, you know, I learned it during my senior year of high school. Ended up saving that man's life. She didn't panic. She did the right thing. And this is just another reminder here at the Positive Truth. CPR training is awesome. If you ever need to give CPR, give CPR like the ha, ha, ha. Uh, stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> to that beat. To that beat. And that's how you do it. So yeah, saving lives here on the positive truth. Man, I definitely need to uh, update my CPR card certification. It expired like in 2011 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to say like 21. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it's okay, Tim. We trust you to save everyone at work. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, you already do. That's an inside joke. <laughs> do you have a quote before you uh, get out of here? Absolutely. It was a hero quote because, you know, we had so many awesome hero stories. But a hero is no braver than an ordinary man, but is braver five minutes longer. Quotes by Tim. We're a woman. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive. Or woman. <laughs>